As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The simplest of things can set off an idea, a spark that leads to a flame. In the world of politics and revolution, this can be the spilling of blood or the shackles that bound. In the creative world, it can be something much more simple. A bag in the wind, gentle dancing across a round, free from glee, sin or want. A swan landing with equal power and grace. Sometimes it can be a person. How they make you feel, how they walked, how they spoke. This is one of their stories. In Dingle, in the Kingdom of Kerry, in 1922, a child was born. Her name was Hilda Moriarty. Hilda was born to quite a popular family in the town which faces out into the power of the Atlantic waters. Her father was the local town doctor and this made him a sort of celebrity about the town. There goes the doctor now, he's the smartest man in town knows everyone, knows everything, a mighty man, so they say. A man to look up to, a man sought in times of need.
having enjoyed the benefits of educating himself and its power to liberate individuals, Hilda's father insisted that she was to work hard in school so that she could be self-reliant. She was to be able to pay her own way, stand on her own feet and challenge the notion a woman is for looking at. Hilda followed her father's wishes diligently and at the age of 16 the two boarded a train bound for Dublin. When they arrived in Dublin, her father showed her all around the city. He showed her where he stayed during college, where he met his mates on a Friday, where he met the girls and where they all walked. He then took her to UCD where he had studied medicine and informed her that she too was to go here to study medicine. When the time came, Hilda followed in her father's footsteps and began her medical degree. One of the few women of Ireland at the time to do so. As Hilda went to college, she did as all the others did. She made friends, went to the student bars and walked the canals on sunny days. It was as she was out and about in Dublin that people began to take notice of Hilda. As a young woman, now in her early twenties, she was known to be a woman of beauty. Across the city, she became a sort of early version of celebrity due to her looks. Although, when people met Hilda, they found she was much more than just a pretty face. She had intelligence, character and a real presence amongst her peers. So much so, that while studying, she was spotted walking through Dublin and was invited for a screen test to see if she was suitable for Hollywood movies at the time. Hilda made it far in the proceedings, but eventually lost out to Maureen O'Hara, who was taken across the water to begin her career. As Hilda worked away in college, and dealt with the odd level of fame she had developed, although through no want of her own, men often approached her for a date. Being polite and courteous, as was her way, more often than not she declined. Her father had taught her that she was a woman in her own right and not to be the chattel of another. A woman of her own agency. When she was 22, Hilda was living near Ballsbridge in Dublin on a road off Pembroke Street known as Raglan Road. 
Every day, she tripped merrily to and from college, heading from Raglan Road down to UCD. At the time she was living here, a poet from County Monaghan, aged 40, had just moved onto Raglan Road. Each day, whilst looking for inspiration for his next poems, he watched Hilda leave her home and head off to college. To this point, his poems had been largely about loneliness and isolation, regret and nature. As he watched Hilda come and go, he had what he thought to be an important connection with her. One day, the poet was in Mitchell's on Dawson Street when Hilda walked in. He finally found the courage to go to talk to her. He introduced himself politely. Starting with his name, Patrick Kavanagh. Politely, Hilda spoke with Patrick and eventually the two found themselves spending some time together. For Patrick, he was in the presence of divine beauty. Patrick explained to Hilda that he was a poet to which Hilda responded that she would like to read some of his poems. Having enjoyed their first real encounter, the two began to meet a bit more regularly. When Paddy, as he was now known to Hilda, asked her if she enjoyed his poems, Hilda responded in the only way she knew how, with honesty. Hilda, never afraid to speak her mind, teased him a little and asked Patrick, can you not write about anything other than stony grey soil and bogs paddy? Patrick accepted this challenge and told Hilda that he would immortalise her in poetry. He then took off home to Raglan Road and took out a sheet of paper and a pencil and began to write. When they met again, Patrick produced his new poems for Hilda. She thought they were beautifully written and enjoyed the fact that Patrick had taken inspiration from her. Reading the poems, however, she understood that Patrick had ambitions more than friendship. With her 22 and Patrick 40, she had no interest in pursuing anything romantic between them. It is rumoured that her father also did not approve of Patrick. It was then where the relationship strained a little and a distance grew between the two. This inspired another poem from Patrick. It began with the following line. 
on Raglan Road, on an autumn day, I saw her first and knew. Over the next few years, Hilda completed her training in UCD and met a man called Donna O'Malley. Donna was a young engineer from Limerick, as well as being a well-known rugby player. The two formed a sort of celebrity couple around Dublin before they got married and moved back to Limerick. In the 1960s, Donna entered politics with Fianna Foyle and became the Minister for Education. As they lived well in Limerick, Patrick continued hanging around Dublin, in circles of poets, artists and musicians. He had become relatively well known in the creative circles of Dublin. Those with brush, pipe and fiddle were familiar with his work as he was one of their own. Then, one night, a young Dublin man with wild red hair and a banjo was in the bailey singing songs in his own unique way, belting them out in a way only he could. His name was Luke Kelly. As he finished his set, Luke grabbed his pint. He grabbed it from next to where the performers played and ducked down under the heavy smoke and went back to join his friends for a scoop or six. From behind the cigarette, cigar and pipe smoke, lit up by the struggling electric lights, a rough-looking figure emerged towards Luke. It was Patrick. Familiar with each other from the Dublin creative scene, Luke had no issue with Patrick taking a seat with him and his friends. I've got a song for you, said Patrick. You should sing Raglan Road. He handed the words to Luke and explained to him that it was set to an old Irish tune known as Fáine Gael and Lé, the dawning of the day. Luke took the poem, took the tune, and in 1971, with his bandmates, the Dubliners, they released Raglan Road and a legend was born. Patrick passed away soon after meeting Luke that night and he never saw the poem became the success that it did. As for Hilda, in 1968, before the song was a hit, her husband Donna died suddenly in Limerick, leaving her with their family to look after on her own. She had left medicine for a while to raise the family, but thanks to her father's plan, she was able to return to work and provide for herself and her family 
during those tough times. After Donna's death, whilst working as a doctor in Limerick, Hilda ran for political office in order to improve housing and education in Limerick, but lost out to her husband's nephew, who took his seat in the Dáil. Her own campaign was supported by Limerick man, friend and actor Richard Harris. In 1991, Hilda's health declined and she moved to a nursing home in Dublin. It was here where she passed away. On the day after Hilda died, the Fianna Fáil weekly parliamentary meeting took place. Taoiseach and leader of the party, Charlie Hawhey, began the meeting with an announcement. Standing before the TDs and Senators, Charlie announced, Yesterday, Hilda O'Malley died. He then proceeded to recite on Raglan Road before the party. It is said that when he finished, one could have heard a pin drop. All those present were taken aback by the sudden show of emotion from the nation's leader. The music for this episode was written, performed and produced by myself, Ryan O'Halloran. The story was researched and scripted by Oren. If you want to help to support this podcast, please visit www.wetheirish.com Ryan Asanamdom, Gaurav Mahakut, Slananish. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.